Hello and welcome to the History Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories of the things you love. My name is Russ Frostick, and today I am joined by Christopher Plant. Hello. Chris Plant is here. And also Allegra Frank, our expert today. Allegra has brought something very exciting and very thematic and very appropriate for our holiday season. What you brought us. Uh, I brought us the wonderful gift of my personal favorite holiday. Mm. I'm going to start off with that. Okay. I'm a big fan okay. of this holiday. Um, interesting. St. Patrick's Day. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a feeling we're going to fight this episode, and I'm excited for that, and I'm armed and ready. But this is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade episode. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit about the history of the best, best spectacle of any holiday, in my opinion. And you guys know that I am generally... <laughs> I, I could go either way on the fun things, but this is something I am a huge fan of, personally. You, you make an interesting point, because there are not very many holidays that have guaranteed spectacle. Now, yeah. there's basically New Year's, guaranteed spectacle. Fourth of July, guaranteed spectacle. Thanksgiving. I think that's basically it. Everything else has events, but they're kind of scattered about. Yeah, like, I'm not sitting in front of my TV <laughs> on, like, I don't know, Mother's Day. Right. Yeah. I, like there's mm. nothing going well, on. Well, you probably shouldn't be. You should, you know, spend time with the family on Mother's Day. But Thanksgiving, I am sitting in front of that TV. I'm waking up early. I'm telling my dad, please stop trying to speak to me. I am watching the Macy's <laughs> Thanksgiving Day parade. You can't miss the prattle. It is the best day for prattle. It is very good hosts. for prattle. Um, so we're going to dive into the history of a fun, fun parade, some fun holiday with lots of balloons and some mischief and uh some some uh, mishaps some, i hope uh, you're gonna turn me around on thanksgiving because it is not my favorite holiday so oh, hopefully man. you're gonna turn me around on it okay well here's the thing about the thanksgiving day parade and i think thanksgiving overall the thanksgiving day parade sort of began not as a celebration of thanksgiving but mm-hmm. As a kickoff for the entire holiday season, which is still to this day essentially true. Um, When the Macy's Parade started back in 1924, it was really more of like a, hey, it's Santa. We're going to show off Santa. Santa's here. What? Yeah. Like (laughs) it it wasn't about turkey. It was Mm. about Christmas. That makes sense. That makes no sense to me. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean it makes no sense? It's a month out. You're a month out from Christmas. Do you know how the parade ends? Yeah, but he's at the end. That, because it's the whole point. It's yeah, not the Russ. whole parade is not about Santa. There's not giant Santa floats. It's just uh, at the end. It's like, hey, here's what's coming next. Uh, it's like you're watching an episode of ER, and they're like, next time on ER, Santa shows up. People can't see it, but Allegra rolled her eyes so far that they actually did a full loop. <laughs> My head is hurting from how hard I had to roll my eyes. Okay, because it, oh, contraire, Russ. Yeah, let, let's. I, I'm excited to hear uh, Allegra dunk on you. Oh my God. Okay, I have a very good quote. We will get to, but before we get to how this was all about Santa and still is, I just want to preface this by before Macy's even started with its Thanksgiving holiday parade. Another department store beat them to it, which was <gasps> Gimbals. Gimbals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gimbals in Philadelphia. Poor Gimbals. 
<laughs> Gimbals. I've never heard of Gimbals before, personally. But Gimbals actually started off the thing. Again, taking Thanksgiving as the start of the holiday season and making it all about Santa. Like, they paraded Santa through the state streets of Philadelphia, probably inspiring that Bruce Springsteen song, to be honest. And they were like, welcome, holiday season's here. <laughs> Eat your turkey. Then we're going to get some presents in a month. Can, can wait, I give wait, you so, sorry, gimbals? Uh, uh, some Gimbals trivia? Are you yes, ready? Yes, yeah. please. In the film Elf, Macy's is replaced with Gimbals. So but Gimbal, oh, that's weird because Gimbals is a real place. Yeah, and, 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 Mace, and Macy's is in the movie replaced with Gimbals. Just a, oh, it's, a, it's an alternate uh, future where it's the more successful department store. Oh. Well, it exists, which is to say Gimbals no longer exists. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that more successful. <laughs> yeah, they were like rivals, Macy's and Gimbals. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, so, but, but you're saying, so did Gimbals start the parade yes. much earlier? Yes. So in 1920, speaking to oh. what you're saying, Gimbals had the Thanksgiving Day Parade only in Philly, much smaller affair. Um, classic Philly. <laughs> classic Philly. And there are only about 50 people in the parade. So that's not like 50 floats or whatever. Um, it was just like, you know, 50 people. It's just people. like they got a movie theater of people to be like, <laughs> hey, do you mind walking down this street? Yeah, essentially, like people <laughs> on the floats and everything. Like it was very small. And actually, just quick side note, it still exists. And now it is the uh, Dunkin' Donuts Thanksgiving oh, Day Parade. Great. Mm, <laughs> so cool. The ultimate dunk. <laughs> But so that was over in Philadelphia. Um, and what, let me ask, was it called the Thanksgiving Day Parade or was it about Santa? It was like the Gimbals Thanksgiving Day, like holiday parade. It's always been the Thanksgiving Day parade okay. because it's on Thanksgiving. Understood. Yes. Yes. So Gimbals over there in Philly is doing its thing. And Macy's is like, yo, that's a good idea. We don't have anything like that in New York. <laughs> we should cop that because we're Macy's. We're big at this we're point. Um, with it. <laughs> We're with it. We, we are sell, on sell trend. Sweaters. <laughs> we are on trend. Macy's at this point, obviously, pretty big name. Uh, it's been around for a long time at this point. And they have a huge storefront, which, as we New Yorkers, current and former, know, still exists in Herald Square down on like 34th Street. Um, and they were. Oh, cons- yeah. Yeah. I it's, guess it is Herald Square. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but they were continuing to expand. So essentially, it, Macy's went from being sort of a contained store on like 34th and 6th or whatever, expanding way down 34th Street. Um, so at this point in 1924, they had opened another extension of the store in uh, on 7th Avenue. This is like very granular, I guess, for New Yorkers. But basically, you understand from Sixth Avenue to Seventh Avenue—that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, they had the whole block. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> in, <laughs> so uh, crazy New York life—the whole block, a <laughs> whole block, baby. That's for for one store back then. No, that's that's very true. Great point. It's large. Yeah. It Even today, it's big. Yeah, the Macy's store is huge. You get lost Miko in it. only takes up like half a block. You have to find the, the wooden escalator to even know where you are. Exactly. Um, so Macy's was like, okay, 
got this big expansion coming, uh-huh. kind of timed for Thanksgiving. And not only do we have this big expansion, but we kind of want to like get people hype for how big our store is growing by doing this amazing Christmas store display. So in the window of the new sort of section of the Macy's, they had like a huge, you know, Santa and all these other like nursery rhyme characters as they're like big, you know, come see our store, come look at our store and probably buy all your Christmas things here, which I think they still do that, right? Don't they, they still, still have- do themed uh, windows? Yeah. It's like a big deal and people get really excited about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I guess it kind of varies depending on like what the, I don't know if they exclusively do fairy tale themes. Like it's yeah. Miss Muffet but- <laughs> up there. But they always do some kind of big holiday thing. And so this is when that started, when they opened that specific storefront in 1924. So, again, it was opening sort of around Thanksgiving. And they were like, yo, we got to get people into this. We got to get people into Macy's. And this is the booming 20s. The yeah. economy is booming. Yes. Things are going great. <laughs> it's going to so, go like that for everywhere. So much like Gimbal's and some other competitors, uh, there was a place Bomb Burgers, I think, in Jersey, in Newark, <laughs> that did a similar thing. Um, Macy's was like, okay, we're going to go all out. Thanksgiving Day, we're going to have some floats. We're going to parade Santa toward our store, and we're going to get people hype. So they go look at our storefront, and then they buy all their Christmas presents. Because they I, got can this I, whole I, block. Yeah, that's true. It's, it is the entire block. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I have a question about uh-huh. uh, terminology. Yes. And I don't know if now is the time to do it. No, go ahead. Go, yeah, please. The I'm sorry, I rudely float. volunteered. <laughs> I, I, that was unacceptable. Like, I did not mean to hijack your show. <laughs> no, go, go for it, please. The word float. Now, when mm-hmm. people say floats in a parade, usually that means like a car and it's got like a thing on top of it in the mm-hmm. shape of like mm. a, a pirate ship and they drive that around. And to me... That doesn't seem very much like a float at all. When I think float, I think balloon or ghost. Or ghost. <laughs> so your theory is that maybe the balloons existed first. Those were floats. And then when people drove like decorated cars around, they're like, oh, yeah, it's still a float. I don't even have a theory. I'm just like wondering mm. how that mm. even came about. Like, that's so weird. Mm. I, so I, that's interesting because I have a question about terminology, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So my mother-in-law is part Italian and a lot of her um, her relatives, they have a baby attached to the end of the name. Like mm. like, like Ito, uh, like Jackie baby oh. like that. So <laughs> is it possible that Santa Baby is actually an Italian song about oh my God. Santa Baby. <laughs> this is and such it's a long not walk. Santa Baby. It's every time you talk about Santa, you need to refer to him by his real name, Santa Baby. Okay, that was that was a very long walk that we took there, Plant. All uh, for you. <laughs> I think we can save that for the legitimate Christmas episode. Yeah, we're, we're, oh, sorry, there's sorry, a lot thought, to digest. You know, this whole episode is about Santa at the end. Um, right, that's true. Yeah, it would yeah, yeah. it would go at the end. There is uh-huh. a very good uh, direct to TV movie called Santa Baby, though, that I would highly recommend. Santa Santa dash baby, like hyphen baby. No, no, it's two words. Is there a comma? No. Is it about a baby? 
that is like a <laughs> Santa, but it's a baby Santa. Yes, it's really? a baby Santa. Does he deliver yeah. the presents or she? Of course, the, in his crib. He flies around in his crib, dropping so presents. Santa in. baby. Anyway, Allegra. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. okay. Sorry, I'm googling Santa baby. We're actually <laughs> turning the show around. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> okay, there are three, and Macy's goes all out. They have an entire block. Yes. They have Well, floats. actually, the length of the parade I'm going to get to in a second because I do have a quick Santa anecdote, <laughs> speaking of Santa. Sunday. But then we'll talk about how long this parade actually was because it was mm-hmm. not just the block. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the store was, but the parade was much, much, much longer than that. Sure. It was uh, many blocks. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I mentioned New York Times. New York Times has a lot of really... Great. It's really awesome to look through the Times machine. I'm a huge fan of that. So here's an article from Thanksgiving 1924. Um, actually, I guess it's the day after Thanksgiving because it's a review of the parade. Can and you this... do it in old timey uh, speak? Me? You want me to? Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, I'm going to try and do an old timey New York accent. Here. Like a reporter, old timey New York reporter. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Are you ready? I have a name for your character. Okay. Allegra Baby. This is uh, Allegra Baby reporting in, uh, guys. Okay. Here's the article. Here's a quote. It's called, Great Santa Claus is King of Kitties, which I love uh, personally. So here's just one line. Uh, With a retinue of clowns, freaks, animals, and floats, the bewhiskered man in red, in sight of thousands of persons, arrived at 9 o'clock yesterday morning and three hours later was crowned King of the Kitties on the marquee above the entrance to Macy's new store at 34th Street near 7th Avenue. So (laughs) there's a lot to take in there. First of all, I've never. What did he be whiskered? Be whiskered man in red. So, because so, wait. If he's a bewhiskered man and he's the king of the kitties, mm-hmm. is this a cat-like Santa? Uh, it's kitties with two D's. Oh, so and the bewhiskered was like a trick. But it's like the mustaches. Yes. Okay. It's okay, interesting okay. because there were no pictures in this mm, article. Oh. <laughs> so but it's I feel possible. like a big beard, I never think of whiskers. I only think of like a mustache. As a, sure, but I sure, guess, sure. I, I'm going to imagine it wasn't a mustached uh, Santa. Probably have a beard. I would hope he has a beard. Yes. Yes. Um, and also the king of kitties part is never further elaborated upon. Right. And, <laughs> for the and he wasn't the king of kitties before the parade. Santa had to earn that title. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This is just pet theory. Uh, that's a cat pun. Um, if, if you had an army of all the children in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And you wanted to become the king and you also had unlimited power to like, manifest presence for them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it would be pretty easy to become like the king right Mm -hmm. so you could just manifest the crown really well i mean sure but you that's not how a king works like i don't go to burger king and and, like take the cardboard crown put it on my head and go look oh i'm the king of kitties you could i mean i could but i wouldn't be the real king like that santa baby oh my god okay sorry i i just wanted to understand now I do. <laughs> um, but I do want to. I want to hold on to what you said of a pet theory. Um, it, <laughs> Thank you. Because actually, we're we're gonna keep going with that pun. If you notice that it mentions clowns, freaks, animals, and floats, 
all of the above were part of this parade. Uh-oh. Um, Did you say freaks? I said freaks. Oh, gosh. Oh. I'm going to focus. Don't worry. I will just focus on the animals to uh, save us all. Okay. We will, We, with all respect, whoever they were labeling as freaks, we direct all the respect in the world to them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is New York Times 1924. There are some... Very offensive quotes in these articles, just to be clear. <laughs> okay. Um, so the Macy's Parade drew 10,000 people, the first one. Mm. People just wanted to watch Santa on this Baby. float mm. parading down from 145th Street. Wow. All the way down to 34th Street. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's got to be longer than it is now, right? Oh, it's a lot longer. It's like yeah, that's... twice as long. Wow. Yeah. Or two and a half times or something. It was six miles, which I don't know, to me sounds shorter than I would think. But I guess six miles is actually a lot. <laughs> yeah, we've also lived on Manhattan for a while. And maybe you know how big Manhattan is, which yeah. is only like eight miles in total or something. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's shocking to me. But OK, so uh, six miles long. <laughs> parading down from 145th all the way to 34th. So there were 10,000 people all the way from the top, right, of the parade from the start, just like lining the streets, much like how it is today. Like people aren't just kind of like waiting at the end because that's totally against the point of seeing Mm. all these people go down the street. Although 10,000 people across six miles doesn't seem like that thick of a crowd. Well, just consider that this was the first time, all right? Okay, I'm just saying, I don't know if it was the gangbusters success that you might be setting it up for right out of the bat. It was just like people walking down the street and maybe they passed 10,000 people. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, okay, so we have the Santa float, but there's a lot of nursery rhyme characters, just as I mentioned. They were part Mm. of the display, so Lil' Miss Muffet's there, Lil' Red Riding Hood, uh... The little woman who lives in a little shoe. Like, there's a lot of little things going on. Thankfully, the shoe was not little. She the shoe was, little. was very large. Otherwise, but... you wouldn't have been fit in the family. <laughs> the best part of this, though, was that they also borrowed from the Central Park Zoo uh, a lot of animals. Oh, actual hell animals. Yes. As the New York Times mentioned, they were very nonchalant about that, I think. Like, that was the only mention, really, of animals. They were just like, oh, also, there were bears. Like, <gasps> it was just a normal thing. I mean, sad, but also awesome. Yeah. So I can't decide. Some of the animals mentioned were elephants, camels, and bears. Mm. Just walking down the streets of New York, which is kind of amazing, um, in my opinion. So that was how they sort of did it the uh, first year. It was a really big success. People thought it was awesome. Sounds pretty awesome to me. And, you know, it really was a fun way to kick off, like, happy holiday season. Uh, so it returned again the next year. Uh, it's, you know, pretty much immediately became this annual thing. Macy's was like, yo, we're raking in the cash here, baby. Let's keep this going. Um, so, uh, the Smithsonian has an interesting article about a guy who actually made a huge change to the parade to make it a little bit more like what we imagine today. Mm. Because as I mentioned, it was just floats, right? Like there were no balloons yet. Mm. But as you know, to you, Russ, like balloons are pretty key here. Yes. You, you think of balloons. I think we all think Th- of balloons. That's really the only thing I care about when it comes to the parade is yeah. the balloons. <laughs> well, until 1927, they only had floats. So it was just okay. like Macy's employees kind of driving along these 
little cars with characters on them down six miles. Um so in 1927, they were kind of like, okay, maybe let's stop with the animals because apparently kids were freaking out, which I guess makes sense. And let's jazz things up. So let's make balloon animals instead. Mm. And they got this famous puppeteer named Tony Sarg. Um, and they said, yo, Tone, can you make us some big old balloons? Mm. And he was like, okay, that sounds cool. I can do that. Uh, quick note, when he died, there was an obituary in the, again, New York Times, which, shout out to New York Times, love you. Uh, and it literally was like, Tony Sarr, creator of grotesque parade balloons, <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty mean, but not totally inaccurate. I mean, you already kind of dissed him. By yeah. referring to his work as balloon animals, like he's some <laughs> clown. <laughs> right, I was expecting much smaller handmade devices. Uh, they're just like, yeah, sure, I could make some, and then he just ties some balloons together. <laughs> I mean, balloon animals, don't get me wrong, there's an artistry to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's, it's just a little different. <laughs> giant it wouldn't floating. scale. You wouldn't get an audience of 10,000 just to see a, a single balloon Unless animal. they already happen to be walking down the street. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if there was a guy walking six miles handing out balloon animals, I'd be pretty here for it, but that's fine. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the first, one of the first ones he made for the 1927 parade was Felix the Cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, he was a huge dude in the uh, 20s. He was a cat, actually. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I I thought they just called him a cat, like a cool guy. No, no, he was a real cat. Oh, okay, interesting. So... This feline, apparently, was one of the first balloons. Um, Mm. There were a couple other ones. There was a 20-foot-long elephant, a 60-foot-long tiger, and a really big hummingbird. (laughs) And all of these balloons were filled with oxygen. Oh, no. Which is curious. Um, And all of them, instead of being, you know, carried by puppeteers, or nowadays they have, like, balloon drivers, it was just Macy's employees again. Wait, I guess oxygen wouldn't be bad, right? It'd be fine. No, it'd still be bad. It's fine. Does it oxygen explode? Oh, no, no, no. I was, I, I hydrogen would be bad. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking about a tragedy. <laughs> the Hindenburg, yes. <laughs> well, I was thinking about a different one. Okay, well, there were so many. Oh, my God. I think the oxygen just wouldn't be as effective, maybe? It also seems like it'd be, I don't know, more difficult to pump that in i don't know yeah i don't know it was only for a year though because they had helium in 1928 oh, few and that actually made a huge difference but like t- there wasn't really i this again is from new york times and they were just like oh it was crazy it was oxygen but the next year it was helium so i guess they were kind of assuming that i know science but well, helium's i don't so <laughs> helium here we go and now they're sort of like bigger um and better stuffed so you know, people were really, really into these balloons because it was far more exciting to see huge, you know, a huge collection of animals towering over you. And the most exciting part for people was at the very end, um, they would release a bunch of smaller balloons into the sky and they would want people to try and like catch them. In the um, sky? Yeah. So like maybe you'd be like in a building and you try and no, catch it through a that's window. that's very dangerous. <laughs> it was dangerous because here's the fun part that I oh, always no, get Oh, no, 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 Allegra. <laughs> no, no. Just, like, use code words, please, just well, in case no kids are one, listening. No one's life was 
Okay, you know what? I'll just say this. Something bad happened, and in 1932, they were like, we can't do this anymore. Wait, no, you have to say it. Fine, go for it. Okay, so in 1932, so a lot of people were like trying to make this kind of a game where they were like, I want to catch the balloons. Sure, sure. And in 1932, there was this woman who was like getting like flight lessons like she had a plane instructor and she was in a like a biplane and it just so happened that on thanksgiving day they were having a lesson and she saw one of the balloons and she's like i want that balloon so she suddenly turned the plane like inexplicably into the balloon to try and like catch it with the plane yeah pilot wing style sure yeah i guess and instead she like the plane got caught on it and she almost totally crashed. Oh, but she was fine. Yeah, she didn't die. Oh, good. So there you go. Um, so she did, did was not Was there die. a prize for the balloon or was it just for fun? Uh, it was just, I, there weren't rewards or anything. It was just like a pride thing. <laughs> Do you think you get access to like Willy Wonka's balloon factory? <laughs> it just seems like someone risking their life to get a balloon in a plane would know in the back of their head like there's value and this is not just a piece of cheap what, wait, rubber. what year was this? 19, well that was 1932. 32. Okay. That someone so crashed. This is, I, I mean it is in the middle of the Great Depression so maybe she was just like really hard up for some fun. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, again, very inexplicable. But anyway, they stopped doing that. Um, so... Wait, wait, wait. What? It was in the Great Depression, so she was hard up for fun. Did you think the Great Depression was about anxiety? It was about sadness. No, everyone was very really bummed out, is what I'm saying, because they didn't have any money because the stock market crashed. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean they I, weren't. I can't, I can't it, the, pick on you. For a second, I thought oxygen was combustible. <laughs> so, we're, we're really just all over the place yeah today. i didn't think everyone was just bummed for 10 years and that's what the great depression was <laughs> although it did cause people to be bummed that's why they had all those dancing marathons <laughs> yep oh my god okay so anyway here's when people stop being bummed all right okay so now we're pretty much at this point we are in like the thick of how things were or mm-hmm. how things are today like this is now finally the point where it's like very much reminiscent of how um, the Macy's Parade looks to us because we have balloons now. We have helium-filled balloons, and the majority of them were based on characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just like, you know, so earlier on they had Felix, but they also had just like a random elephant and a random tiger. And they still have that, but starting from 1934 with the introduction of Mickey Mouse, hey, they kind of just started to have like, you know, well-known branded characters for the most part. It's me in the sky. That was very disturbing, but (laughs) edit that out, Russ. So in 1934, they had Mickey. um, And in that same year, I'm going to ask you guys a quick trivia question. Oh, good. Going to start it with, you will never guess the answer. But I want to know your guesses. So in 1934, they also had the very first balloon based on an actual human being. <gasps> Who do you think that was? Ooh, okay. I've got a prediction. Okay. 34. FDR. <laughs> An FDR balloon? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Okay. Wait, uh, you don't count Santa as a human being, do you? No. Like an actual real person. No okay. offense, Santa. Okay, plant. I think it was Herbert Hoover. I think they, oh. they bet on the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Everyone hated Hoover. <laughs> that would be a very funny one. Um, no, not neither. Neither president showed up. Which to think of a president being in a <laughs> I just can't fathom. Like weirdly, the other one that jumped to mind was Helen Keller, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> I just can't think of who. What? Oh, maybe a baseball player, Babe Ruth. Nope. I'm just gonna hmm. tell you yeah, because you, okay. you will never get it. It was Eddie Cantor. Oh yeah, the singer. Yeah, he had a balloon. He wait, was very wait. popular. Can you name a single song? Uh, yeah, Russ. So, um, uh, I, oh, he has one about being rich and then being poor. Uh, Are dun, you? Dun, 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 where'd you get those money? Where'd you get those eyes? That song. Wait. Okay. I just realized something. He's also a character on Boardwalk Empire, for what it's worth. <laughs> sure. I think, doesn't he appear in our episode of the hot dog eating contest? Eddie Cantor? But, yeah, I think it's. Didn't I think it's established him and Jimmy that it didn't Durant start the, until like 1970. And the, the fake story, one of the fake stories that they told. Right, I think I that think is it's true. Him and Jimmy Durante. Yeah, we're fighting. Yeah. Oh, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, he was very popular back then. He, he had a good run. Well, this was our second Eddie Cantor reference. In There's wow. not a photo of Eddie Cantor, like the balloon, is there? Is there a picture? Oh, yeah, there is. There's a lot of really great pictures. Is it full body or is it just his head? It's the full, full wow. thing. Wow. Uh, I will tell you, it does not look anything like Eddie Cantor. <laughs> um, Standards as, were not very high back then. Uh, so Tony Sarg, as I mentioned, uh, was known for making grotesque balloons. They were very grotesque. <laughs> Um, so here's some other ones that we got sort of during the Tony Sarg era. Mm. We got Snoopy. Underdog. Underdog. Underdog's still in it, doesn't he? Still do stuff? Uh, yeah, I think or sometimes. Did he, did he explode? I, mm. <laughs> I remember seeing Underdog as a kid. Yeah. I don't know if he's still doing stuff. So these aren't, you know, these aren't like one and done. Like Superman, sure. they also had. Um, he was really creepy looking. He was like disgustingly buff like a huge chest and then very tiny stick legs it was very gross yeah. um Houston. they had bullwinkle and then oh, for yeah. the first time rocky yeah well they didn't have rocky they just had bullwinkle what they wouldn't have the flying squirrel that's a perfect fit i know it's weird uh, <laughs> that is really weird <laughs> um and then in 1968 they Snoopy. had Snoopy, yes. Yay! So I think that really was the point at which it was like, okay, this is our Macy's parade. Like, it mm. hasn't dramatically changed since, I would say, personally, the introduction of Snoopy. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think we sh- could throw into the show notes, there's a lot of really cool pictures on the Macy's parade website of these old balloons. Also on our sister site, Curbed. There's a lot of old pics of these balloons and That's awesome. the parade and stuff. And a lot of disturbing pictures of disturbing balloons. Um, So that's 1968, but we're going to back up a second because we got to just have a quick tangent into a sadder time of when the parade was on hiatus. Hmm. Um, So obviously, like, we pretty much have gotten to the point that's what the parade looks like. There's all these characters. They're really big balloons, yada, yada. But there was a short period of time when... The city of New York was like, 
this is a waste of our money because we're fighting World War II right now and sure. we have nothing to be happy about and stop wasting our rubber. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Mayor LaGuardia at the time. Very we that he was very short. That was his identifying characteristic. Yes. He literally told the people who own Macy's like, yo, you got to stop. You got to help us with the war. What are you doing? I don't see you fighting. I don't see you on the front lines. Just selling sweaters. That doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Give us your rubber. So they literally destroyed about 60 different balloons. No. Even Felix? Uh, Yeah, actually, they did destroy Felix. <laughs> and the interesting thing is when they destroyed Felix in 1942, along with some of the other balloons, Felix just did not come back until the 21st century. Yeah. Which is uh, pretty sad. So here's they a really good. They revive him. <laughs> they did not revive him, unlike some of the other ones they killed. So here's another great quote from the New York Times. Uh, this is the article. I won't quote this part, but this is the article that gets horribly, horribly racist. Oh boy! Because <laughs> remember, Oy. it's right before. It's I guess it's right after Pearl Harbor. No, it must be right before Pearl. Harbor. Yeah, we can extrapolate <laughs> where that goes. Let's go. Anyway, so. Um, there was one balloon that was 60 feet long. It was a dragon. And so here's a description from the Times article about destroying that balloon. Um, and I, I'm not going to do a 1942 voice for this. Okay, wise. <laughs> As the 60-foot beast swayed in a chill breeze, the mayor, Mayor LaGuardia, in the role of a modern St. George, circled it, dagger in hand, and punctured the balloon into hissing deflation. Oh, so he turned it into like a political hay event. I guess so. Wow. He literally stabbed it to death. He was that's like the one who was like, can smart. I be the one to destroy this balloon? Yeah. Which now is, he has that terrible airport. He has a very bad airport. That's what you get, LaGuardia. <laughs> Take that, LaGuardia and JFK. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, JFK. <laughs> You're not even from here. Or maybe he was. I don't remember. No, it's from Massachusetts. Anyway, moving on. So after three years on hiatus, the parade came back in 1945. Yay. And at that point, again, all those characters were introduced. Everything's good again. Um, so now we're, I'm going to ask you a little fun fact. Uh, here's one more change from when it started to today. So I said that the parade was originally six miles long and you might have heard me do the math of how long it is now but maybe mm -hmm. not can you guess how long the parade is now sure point do you want to guess first yes like 2.8 miles i think it's less than that oh you already did the math right no i i didn't but i'm, I'm in I'm the in guess. my head i would say what would make sense is 40 blocks and no more which uh, equates to two miles okay i was like what is that um, it is 2.5 miles. Plant was oh, very close. Oh, good work, Plant. Yeah, it's a I lot shorter. I think I vaguely remember somebody saying it sometime in my life. It was me. <laughs> it was probably a like, right? That was the <laughs> listening quiz. <laughs> like, hey, are you paying attention to me? Great. Good to know Russ wasn't. So. <laughs> I think they should just circle Central Park. I think that'd be easier. <laughs> that well, way you can pitch that. Yeah, also that just like serves the super wealthy people who already have no you wa everyone can walk there central park is free well not everyone can walk up there russ yeah not every also i like the idea that there aren't super there. wealthy people on broadway living in those apartments oh my god anyway follow the parade route anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
So, yeah, nowadays it's a much shorter walk, but it's far more bloated. There's all those balloons. Mm. Uh, there's all those horrible live performances. That's the only bad part of the parade, in my opinion. Those terrible lips. It's really the first, really the only time a year that I ever hear pop country music. Mm -hmm. Or Broadway medleys. Yeah. Or Broadway medleys. Mostly Broadway and like marching band choreographed performances. I like the marching band stuff. Yeah. That's the The only live thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the Rockettes, they're always there. Yeah, that's true. And Santa Baby. And Santa Santa Baby, Baby. yeah. He's there too, or she. So, yes, that brings us to today. That is the Macy's Day Parade. It has changed quite a bit, but it's cool to know that a lot of the things that were put into place, like, or the things that we still recognize as part of the parade, have been part of the parade since, like, the early, mid-30s. Like, obviously, there was that short break during World War II that they had to take, but when it came back, it was still kind of the same thing. Uh, The live performances are a more recent occurrence, and... You know, now it's on TV. It used to be broadcast over the radio, but like they didn't have TV back then. So, I mean, that makes sense. That must have been a terrible radio. I know. I was thinking that too. Here comes Underdog. (laughs) Oh, there he goes. He's pretty big. (laughs) Um, Also, according to Reader's Digest, 50 million people watch this thing, which seems absurd to me. Yeah, but I think it's like passive watching. They just like leave it on in the background while they're like making small talk with family members. Mm Or like me telling your family to get out of the room. So you Wait. Can just also, enjoy was it. Reader's Digest the uh, source on that information? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Fifty, 50 million, million watch. Yeah. Mm, one second. I'm I'm just doing a <laughs> little. Are they counting pets that happen to be in front of the TV? Math. I okay. So 111 million people <laughs> watched the Super Bowl. Uh huh. I was. So, so I guess if like you figure like, yeah. oh, that's international. I think that makes sense. Okay. I think more people watch the Super Bowl than Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, like if you told me twice as many people watch the Super Bowl as, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I guess I'd buy it. Passively. Yeah. yeah. Like, plant what else approved. are you going to do? Thank you, plant. Um, okay, so now we're at the best part uh-huh. of the story here, which is uh, some, some mishaps. I mentioned there were some mishaps and some mischief. Uh, So, do you guys remember the first video game character that was in the parade? Uh, I I, I can guess. I'm not 100% sure, but I would guess Pac-Man. Oh, okay. Plant. That is a good guess, but I think it is. I think it's older. I mean, newer. Sorry. Um, Is it Fortnite? No, it's not (laughs) Fortnite. It's like... (laughs) It's not, is it Pikachu? No. Nope. No, there was something before then. Sonic appears at some point. So I'm going to say Sonic. Oh, was it Sonic? It was Sonic. Oh. Wow, this is why you wanted to do this. <laughs> it was, because I love him. But here we go. So in 1993, mm-hmm. so actually a couple of days before I was born, fun fact, uh, Sonic premiered in the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and he was the very first video game character to ever be in it. But the same day... Uh, Thanksgiving 1993, Sonic crashed into a lamppost <laughs> and he fell on top of a police officer and they didn't bring him back until I remember this because I was I was a hardcore Sega Genesis kid and I remember mm-hmm. this being a thing. Yeah, well, that was before even when did the Sega Genesis launch? Ni- 1993. It was, was it after the Sega Genesis. 
Who was it? Yeah, Sega Genesis would have had to have been like what, 91, 92? Mm. Yeah, somewhere in there. Okay. Oh yeah, it's 91 Course. because Sonic Poor terrible Sonic with his terrible game design even stretching into uh parade <laughs> okay, game design. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Rude. Okay. Uh another character. Uh we're gonna segue to a TV character, children's television, mm-hmm. Barney. Oh, I was gonna guess Tinky Winky. Uh nope, I wish. Barney, I'm sure you guys didn't watch much Barney because this was nineteen ninety seven. I watched it ironically. That is we'll talk about that later. <laughs> You were like what fourteen? <laughs> oh, that baby bop! Oh my god, uh, I was a hardcore Barney stan. So I just imagine myself watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade when I was three years old, seeing Barney and getting really excited. But here's mm. what happened to Barney, and there's Uh-oh. a video. There's like video of all of these. Uh, Barney was, according to the Hollywood Reporter, violently ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of exploded. Yeah, I remember that actually. <laughs> Through his stomach, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's like a something pierced his stomach and he just like totally yeah, it was bad. I just like imagine me like for the first time ever watching the parade, being like, oh Barney, I love him. And then he just explodes. <laughs> Ruining my uh, life. That is why I am like this. Yeah. Um <laughs> the very same year, uh okay. A Dr. Seuss character was in it. You guys can guess. Oh, the Cat in the Hat. Obviously. Uh, same year, Cat in the Hat was a really big balloon. And this was actually huge. Well, haha. This was a huge change for the Macy's Parade. So the Cat in the Hat was a very large balloon. And it also knocked into a lamppost. Mm. And it fell on top of a woman. And she was in a coma for a month. <laughs> Because oh, no. of how heavy that balloon was. And then after that, they're like, okay, I think we needed to start regulating the size of these sure. balloons. Because was she okay? Uh, she was fine. I mean, it was a coma, Good. you know? So, like, not great, but she came back. <laughs> she came back. Okay. Better Good. than ever. Yes. All right. So now we're going to get to the last two things here. My favorite part records. Yeah. Oh, boy. Here's one that's good, and then it will get to the Guinness one. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, which balloon has appeared the most times? Um, and how many I'm, times? I'm going to say Snoopy. Okay. And he has appeared 53 times. Okay. <clears throat> Plant. I'm going to say... Wait, Felix is still here, right? No. No, Felix is gone. No, Felix took a big break. He oh, died, yeah. remember? Probably, but then he, they brought him back, but it I, took a while. I can't say Santa Baby. You cannot no, he's not a float, he's a human. Okay. I'm going to say Pikachu, and I'm going to say what? 20 times. No, what? <laughs> Plan's crazy. <laughs> Pikachu, come on. It's Eddie Cantor. Eddie Cantor. <laughs> uh, okay, wait. So Snoopy 53 times, Pikachu 20 times? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to do my own back of the napkin math here. Uh-huh. And I mentioned earlier that Snoopy premiered in 1968. Russ? Yeah. So? <laughs> that was 50 years ago. Exactly. Wait. No. Oh, 68 you said? I thought you said 63. No. <laughs> okay. Well, Snoopy, is Snoopy going to be in this year and the next several years? So maybe I was just jumping ahead in the future. Oh, well, that's interesting, but it is Snoopy, so you were right there. 
Yeah. Uh, as of tw- 2017, he had shown up 39 times okay. in the parade. Interestingly, in 2017, he was on a float instead of a balloon. And he oh, wasn't even like at a... the parade at all in 2016. So He was on a float like he was just like a character dressed yeah. as Snoopy, sleeping on his house. Yeah, I think that's the year that, was that the year that the Peanuts movie came out? Yeah. Or that was earlier? Mm. Was that, wait, Maybe? 20... That was like no, 2014? That, that was like 2015 or something. Yeah. So whatever. I guess they're still trying to ride them Blu-ray sales or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they had all the Peanuts dudes there. Okay. And now very last one. Guinness oh boy, time. terrible record. <laughs> oh, no. So on in relation to the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the record of the largest serving of green bean casserole was set. And I want you, you to guess how big it was. You're just t- picking these just to get my goat at this point. It's a Terrible legitimate, records. it's Guinness verified. So it's one person eating a green bean casserole? So here's the, here's the backstory. So you know Green Giant? Ho, 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 Green Giant. Sure. Is that how that's, it goes? Yeah, that's how the commercial goes. Oh, right. So the Green Giant balloon last year premiered mm. in the parade. Okay. Um, they announced it ahead of time because they generally do. And so in honor of his first appearance, they made like the Green Giant Company made a very large green bean casserole. Okay. So how Gross. big was it? Uh, do you want square footage? Uh, pounds. Wait. Oh, pounds? In terms of weight. Weight. So a normal green bean casserole, I want to say, how it was heavy probably... Was it? It's probably like a pound and a half, I would say, a normal one. Hmm. I'm going to say it is 4,300 pounds of green bean casserole. 4,300? <laughs> okay, so that's a clue. I can use that. I can use that. I can use that. Yeah, because it's way low. <laughs> 800 pounds. Plant is way closer. It was 637 pounds. Okay. Why even get so, out of bed in the morning if you're not going to have a thousand pounds of green bean casserole? <laughs> I can't even say it. it. Like my entire jaw started salivating. <laughs> a thousand pounds of green bean casserole. Oh Do you think God. they dipped the uh, Jolly Green Giant's head in the casserole? Probably. <sighs> because that's like his lunch. Someone dressed as the Green Giant served it out also, which is yeah. horrible. I, be honest with you both. Mm-hmm. What? Can we move on to anything but this? Because it is physically upsetting <laughs> me. It's so gross. The, oh, it, yeah. Green it's, bean it's is already one of my, like, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, nail pads? The sound of nail pads? Mm-hmm. That sound is, for me, the same uh, thing that I have when I, th- ugh, ugh. <laughs> when I think about <laughs> Just imagine like, what it t- the middle of that tastes casserole. like. Not the edges, but the middle. <laughs> So, okay, right. we can move on. We <laughs> like you like on. reach into it and you have to use a strainer because it's just full of like that whatever that juice is. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Go for it. Allegra. My mom does not make green bean casserole and I am no, so nor happy. Mine. Okay. So now we'll move on to our last segment. And Russ, I'll throw that to you if you want to do the theme song or plant. <clears throat> Here, I'll do the back and you can do the lyrics, ready? Okay. Okay, I'll do something more basic for you because you struggled. Bum. 
Bomb. Reader. Bomb. Only. Bomb. Mem. Bomb. Or ease. Oh my gosh. You're on the offbeat too. <laughs> it's syncopation. Okay. Wow. Um, great. Reader only memories time. Uh, I'm going to give it to my friend as the first one. My friend Molly C. Beer at Baldry Horn. Get it? Baldry Horn. That's a Twin yeah. Peaks joke. I get she it. said that her boyfriend had to go to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade Clown University Training Day mm. for he's like a reporter. So he's doing a story on it. And it was in the middle of that whole killer clowns thing. Oh, if you yeah, we're still that. going on, sure, 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 yeah. by the way. And the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade clown trainees were all extremely defensive and out about not being killer clowns. Sure. I mean, I feel like it's very easy to portray yourself as a normal non-killer clown if you want to go that route. I mean, you can't trust clowns. You couldn't trust them then. That's true. They don't talk. Yeah. Who knows what they're thinking? Exactly. Um, and here, here's another one from Safety Spud on Twitter. I only remember one thing from the parade, and that was the one year when Rick Astley performed Never Gonna <gasps> Give You Up, years after Rick Rowling was popular. But it was still my favorite thing. Seeing internet culture, even really late, in the real world was uncommon and great. Oh, Yeah, that's nice, but also points to the fact that uh, the Thanksgiving Day parade is very much stuck in its old ways, and they <laughs> are is. a little bit late to the uptake these days. Yeah, it's kind of a fellow kid situation. Yeah. Um... So that was one. There's a lot of nice stories here about people watching them with their friends or in different time zones. Um, oh, boy. But here's one that I like. So my favorite part, personally, just as an aside of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, is how after it ends, they show the dog show, the Westminster Oh, I love dog the dog show. show. That's my favorite part of Thanksgiving now. Yeah. So Shot Key Defects tweeted, the parade is always overshadowed for me by the sadness of knowing that the dog show is coming on next, but my dad is going to switch the channel to the dumb football game. So, yeah, I mean, that's what Picture in Picture is for. Just, you know, I, obviously the dog show needs to be the big one, and then the football game can be little. It's fine. No one wants to see the Lions lose. It's not fun. <laughs> Lions are good this year. <gasps> They'll lose. Wow. Jay's, what's his name? Stafford's. Jay's? Jay Stafford. <laughs> Jay's. Uh, yeah, I love the dog show. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Even though I realize that, like, the idea of the dog breeding is not the most morally great situation, I am very entertained by how funny they look. <laughs> so it's it's a tough situation you know, for me. My favorite just thing about intellectually. Dr. Moreau is how funny it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the new one is pretty funny. Uh, okay. <laughs> How funny it is. That's my favorite part of the elephant, man. <laughs> Bad. Okay. Bad. Well, that is on that really cheery note. That is Thanksgiving Day Parade. Thank you so much, Allegra. I want to hear real quick from both of you any Thanksgiving Day Parade memories that either of you had. Uh, I remember... My first Thanksgiving when I moved out of my parents' house, I was home in my apartment alone. Uh, I went to my parents' house later, to be clear. I did not spend okay. Thanksgiving alone. Mm. And I was really excited to have my own apartment to myself because my roommates were gone. And I remember putting on the Thanksgiving Day Parade and just jamming out in my pajamas by myself, blasting it, 
and uh, seeing Pikachu and screaming because I got excited. Blasting that Keith Urban. Keith yeah. Urban. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. What about you, Chris Plant? <clears throat> this In the wilds of Kansas City. But as a kid, I was a snob. And oh. uh, that was back in the day when there weren't like embargoes on film reviews. They just were like published the day of the film, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and lots of movies would be released on Thanksgiving Day mm. because you you know people would eat during the day and then go see a movie afterwards. And I yeah. would read every single review in uh, the Kansas City Star, and I had like the critic I liked and the critic who was just a fool. We just didn't understand why Jackie Chan's first strike was a masterpiece. Um, and I, I remember distinctly, like, every Thanksgiving Day morning, while the parade is on the TV, me with, like, the paper reading through, like, five reviews explaining to my parents why this man was an idiot for not liking whatever schlock they released on Thanksgiving Day. Talk about... Rolling your eyes back into your head. Imagine what Chris Plant's parents must have had to do every single Thanksgiving. That's precious. Ugh, our nerdy son. Oh my god. I have very strong, uh, powerful memories of witnessing it firsthand. Uh, my um, cousin, who is a weatherman for uh, WCBS News Radio 88 and still is very, this very day, Todd uh, Glickman, um, took us into the CBS Recording Center to watch it and then had me record a review of it i was probably like eight and my review was it was very fun and everyone made fun of me because they thought that was grammatically incorrect but i don't think it is i think it's fine and you know what it's still fine today even though i'll never ever go to the parade again wait you said it was very fun yeah how is that grammatically incorrect i know everyone made fun of me what (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I uh, it was a uh, I lived in an abusive household. Amazing. All I could do was look you. at parades and dog shows and be happy. I, I uh, the little joys and collect all the Pokemon. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's anyway. been another episode of History of Fun. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of History of Fun. Uh, we hope very much that you're enjoying this uh, season that we're doing, all about uh, holiday traditions. Uh, we're going to keep things rolling uh, as uh, things move on with another episode next week. If you haven't, um, please uh, spread the word about the show. Tell your friends. Tell everyone uh, how much you enjoy the show and how much you want uh, other listeners for it, because we love hearing that new people are discovering the show. Um, feel free to follow us on Twitter. The main account is The History of Fun on Twitter, one word. And uh, I'm Ross Frostick and Legs Frank and Plant on Twitter. Anyway, uh, this has been The History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories of the things you love. Leap those dips, everyone. Yeah.